welcome to Sound Treasures. I'm your host, Nell J. Come on in the room. This is my story. Welcome to Sound Treasures. I'm your host, Nell J. And thank you for tuning in again. I left off from the last episode saying that the Lord deserves all the glory. He deserves all the accolades. He deserves all the praise. He deserves our allegiance. He deserves it. Why? Because he keeps so much stuff from us. Yes, some stuff uh, he allows to happen. And again, as I said previously, most of it is because of our own actions. So he allows it so we can learn not to do those things again. Just like a parent. Your parent should discipline discipline us. Excuse me, when we do things that we shouldn't do, when we've um, been asked not to do some things, and we do them anyway, then we should be disciplined for it or reap the consequences for it. So it's the same concept. He is our father. He is our mother. He is our sister. He is our brother. He said, I am that I am. What does that mean? It means when he says, I'll supply all your needs according to my riches and glory. That means if you need a mother, he'll give you a mother. If you need a father, he'll give you a father. If you need a sister or a brother, he'll supply that as well. So he keeps his word. We're the ones who... Uh, don't keep our word don't do what we're supposed to do and then we get mad at him because he's not doing what we want him to do when we messed up he saves us a lot of times and I say and I'll say it again we have no idea what he keeps from us because our, our true enemy which is Satan would kill us at a drop of a dime if the Lord didn't keep him at bay. Now, you can believe it or not, but it doesn't change the fact that he is who he say he is. He um, allowed my son, well, my son and I was talking one day, I think it was, like, it was like last year, and the Lord had revealed to him that he is so confident, and we're talking about the Lord, um, he's so confident in who he is, he allows anyone to say whatever they want to about him. He allows anyone to deny him. He allows anyone to say he doesn't exist. He allows anyone to talk about 
the Bible and the words that he uh, gave the the ones who wrote it. That it's just a book. It's just a fairy tale. Why? Because he knows who he is. He knows what he did. He knows. And just because we at some point in our life or people now at some point in their life or what's being said out here now about him um, and negatively don't believe he is who he say he is or he did what he said he did doesn't change the fact that he did and everybody at one point or another will know And most of the people who are saying that, just like we all did at one time, is because we didn't want to give up what we were doing. We wanted to keep doing what we were doing because we loved it. It pleased our flesh to do what we were doing or it pleases the flesh for others to be doing what they're doing. So, in order to... um, a lot of times if they if they acknowledge that he is who he says he is then that means they're going to have to acknowledge some other things case in point i was talking to this guy um at a place where i used to work at and it was when the shroud of turin came out and that's the cloth that uh jesus was buried in and it had a print of him on it. I believe that. I believe that was an imprint of the outline of Jesus when he was buried. And how it got there, this is what I believe, is when he was raised from the dead, the Holy Spirit, that was so much power that it imprinted that on that cloth now this other guy who is a Christian he's a believer in Jesus Christ but he don't believe that he don't believe uh, it was and the Holy Spirit revealed to me that if he believes that then that means he's going to have to believe some other stuff about the Holy Spirit He believes in Jesus, but a lot of people don't believe in the Holy Spirit. A lot of people just believe Jesus, 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 Jesus. But Jesus gave us the Holy Spirit, the Comforter. So he didn't leave us here to live this life, this journey, all by ourselves, to do it all by ourselves alone. No, he left a helper, the Comforter. He left him here to help us through navigate, navigate our life. So a lot of times people, and that included me at one point, do not or did not want to, um, do what was right because that mean I'd have to um, stop doing some things I wanted to do 
And I didn't want to do that. But in order to live a life and really live a life that's um, beneficial to us, we have to bring our flesh under subjection. That means we can't go around here doing everything we want to do with whomever we want to do it with, however we want to do it. We can't go around saying whatever we want to say, whenever we want to say it, to whomever we want to say it. And both of those, if we do, there are consequences. And I've said it before, we can make these decisions, but the decisions will make us. We don't know the outcome of the decisions we make, especially when they're negative things. We, when we make good decisions, we really are, ex there are expectations that this will work out well. But sometimes even that, when we have all the information, gathered all the information, and still make the best decision that we can, it doesn't turn out the way we want to. But it's better to do that than to make a bad decision not having all the information, just going around doing what you want to do, saying what you want to say, and thinking you're going to get away with it, because you're not. Because that one decision can take you a long time to get out of it, to turn that situation around. When you could have listened and done the right thing, but no, you, you know, sometimes we choose to allow our flesh to dictate. Now you might have heard a, another noise. Because the first noise was a blender. The second noise was the um, air conditioning unit. And I allow them to still be in the, the recording. Because there's going to be sometimes disruptions in what we're doing. It's not going to be perfect all the time. So we're going to have to learn to deal with the disruptions or the the other sounds that we hear that we might not like or want in the midst of us. Now the first one, the blender, and it was my son who said, you know, leave it in there, you know, because everything is not going to be perfect all the time. Uh, and then you can, you know, make that a teachable moment. So here you go. I make it a teachable moment. That not everything is going to go the way you want to. You make the adjustments and you move on constructively and move on. You don't want to do anything to make your situation worse like I did. You know, using drugs. That didn't help. That was a quick fix. Self-medicating for a short-term result. That added a long-term, um, a long-term um, results that I didn't want. So it was a short fix for and ended up with long-term results. I guess that's a better way to say it. It took me a long time because I got tangled up in that and once I got tangled up in it I no longer was working on just what I wanted to do. It was the pharmacia spirit working in me as well, which is just a demon. So, making good 
decisions and not making short-term bad decisions to get a quick fix um, is a key to helping you, one of the keys to helping stay stay in stay in line and have a better opportunity for a better life. You don't want to pull your, get yourself in a hole by using drugs, self-medicating, whether it be crack, marijuana, or um, pharmaceuticals. You don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. And if you're going down that road, there is hope. Get some help. Reach out to someone. Admit it, first of all. You have to admit it. You can't fix what you don't uh, confront. You can't You, you can't uh, get it taken care of if you don't believe you have a, a issue. So you have to. And you have to be able to deal with life because life is going to always happen. There's always going to be at some point in your life, a disruption or some disruptions. But you have to be able to deal with them constructively. And when I say constructively, and in a way that doesn't harm yourself or anyone else. And move on. As I just say, tell my children after I, you know, leveled my head off a little bit. If my head got was level a little bit. You gather all the information. And then you make the best decision you can. And that's all you can do. But if you just on a whim, just, you know, without any kind of uh, thought process, you just do it because you want to do it and expect everybody to conform to what you want. It's not going to happen. And you're really setting yourself up for failure. So I just want to... um, to say that again it was the Lord deserves all the credit all the adoration all of the honor and if you want to know if something's a blessing from him he said his blessings make make us rich and add if no sorrow that rich is not always monetarily right off but it is in there too um you're rich in your thought process. You're rich in wisdom. You're rich in understanding. And it, it will add no sorrow. If you have a, a blessing and it's just strife all the time. Or if you have something and it's just strife all the time. If there's uh, aggravation all the time. If there's uh, fussing and fighting all the time. That's not a blessing from the Lord. Because he said and he cannot lie. That his blessing makes us rich and add no sorrow. So if you have something and, and you wish you had never received it, then it's not from him. It's not from him. Don't fool yourself. Because the enemy have wealth and riches too. It just adds sorrow. You see it. You see it now. People with a lot of money, but they're not happy. They're not. They're not. 
it's always some kind of issue. It's always some type of of um, uh, what do you, what do you want to call it? Some type of um, um, thing going on that's not um, healthy. Healthy for them, not healthy for the children. Or any now, everyone has things that go on in your life, but it shouldn't be consistently. You turn up consistently. Somebody's always fighting. Consistently, somebody's always arguing. Consistently, somebody is always uh, going to jail. Consistently, someone is always um, have your business out in the street in a negative way. You consistently, you know, changing boyfriends. 10 times in 10 months girlfriends 10 times in 10 months and you know I propose you need to get somewhere and sit down and see what the issue is and don't look at the ones you just just left look at your own self because it's not the time to be Switching people like that is definitely an issue. And if you always have to have someone in your life like that, then you need to figure out why. You need to figure out why. And that was not where I was going. But I went there anyway. Because some people, um, life is like that. You see it. It's always some type of drama. That's the best word. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Drama somewhere. It's drama. Your life should not be drama 24-7, 7 days a week, 365 days a year plus leap year. That's too much. There's no perfect relationship. A, uh, a relationship worth having is worth working on, but it shouldn't always be drama because you're your home is your sanctuary and it should be peace in your home not chaos and confusion so the Lord is is here he left the comforter here to help us I didn't I didn't um, acknowledge the Lord I didn't acknowledge the Holy Spirit I didn't do any of those things I didn't um, I didn't accept life, you know, I kind of was running away from it, running away from what was happening, De um, not dealing with it, self-medicating for that short fix, and then compounding that with getting hooked on the drugs, which now I had to um, not only try to deal with life with the, with the child and try to work and take care of the bills and now I have the issue with drugs and that type drug you know for me I don't know about anyone else I couldn't keep any money because I was too busy smoking it up it was awful and it wasn't the life that my son had deserved and I'm going to have him on here to um, talk about that as well yes I'm going to talk about how it was well, you know, what do you remember? I already asked. And so I'm going to have him on here. It wasn't 
it wasn't pretty. Oh, you know, we had some good moments in there, but it still wasn't pretty. It wasn't a life that um, that he deserved. And um, that was something else. Because I knew that there was something else Satan was piling on. The guilt from not being able to take care of him properly to do what I needed to do to help, you know, for him to, so I relied on other people, which was still not a good thing because the other people, you know, um, had things to say as well. So, but he will be on and we're going to talk about it. And because I want to, I want to give you the picture, of, you know, and if I could help someone get out sooner than I did to not even go down that route that I did, then it's well worth it. I'm not telling my story just to be talking. I'm telling my story because I want you to know that I know what it's like to be in that situation. I know what it's like to not have anyone kind of sort of backing you. I know what it's like to um, be alone and feel alone and feel like there's no one there to help you to do or to to maintain. I know what that feels like. I know what that's like. And I'm here to tell you that even though I felt like that, even though it things were not the best, what I did have, what I was able to do was because of the Lord. Because things could have been so much worse. So much worse. This is Nell J. See you soon.